welcome to a morning edition of Suspicious Podcast. They get... Okay. Well, I was gonna say they only get one then, didn't they? No, I added one at the end. Oh, okay. I'm Andy. And I'm Kelly. And we are recording early this morning. Not really. We we had intentions of recording early this morning. Yeah. We're still earlier than we usually are. We usually do around lunch and then break for lunch halfway yeah. through. Yeah. Because <laughs> we are terrible people and need lunch and snacks. Yeah. So today, um, I'm taking over because Andy's a butthole. Did we expect anything less of me? Let's be real, guys. You, you guys know me enough now. You know that I am a lazy person. So as you read by the title of this, it is Murdoch Part 3. The abridged version because Annie didn't want to finish her story. Well, listen, I got distracted by other cases. And I have other cases up my sleeve. And the Murdaws no longer had my attention. It's really because someone told her that they didn't want the Murdaws again. Yeah, they kind of So they got me. in her head. So fuck you if you're listening to this. Because you shouldn't be. To those people who told me that Murdaws... Don't do it again. I've heard so much. Well, then don't listen. No one's forcing you. But Annie was just going to cut it and not finish it. Yeah, I was just going to leave you guys hanging. But Kelly said, uh-uh, I'm not going to do this to my people. And I was like, oh yeah, because I would. <laughs> Animal just goes to you. <laughs> but I gave you guys Robert Barron, and I thought that was a good one. And I got another one Ooh, for next yeah. week. Good. So naturally, in the course of progression, it was your turn. Well, it was my <laughs> turn anyway, but you could have done your murders. But like, three I don't weeks know. Ago. Do you guys ever like research something, and then like you just looked at it so much that then you're over it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But anyways, so here we are. Here we are. Kelly's taking over the microphone today. Taking over the mic. The MC today. <laughs> Kelly is the MC. Of the, what does that even mean? I uh, the master of ceremony. What? I thought it meant microphone. Like micro. Oh. MC. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it would be MP, right? Microphone. Microphone. I'm the MP. <laughs> Why is it a phone? The P-I-M-P. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, I'm already oh, hungry this morning. So We're waiting on my new car. Oh yeah, Kelly got a new car. Woohoo! So we're hoping to go get lunch. We are hoping to... Kelly's gonna pay for my Panera bread. Ooh, we're going to Panera? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as long as it's not Chick-fil-A. <laughs> she just stared at me. I love a Chick-fil-A. It's so greasy. We just recently got one in the area, and, like, man, it just hits. Every time it hits. Like, McDonald's doesn't all the time. No. McDonald's is, like, I feel eh. like McDonald's doesn't fill you. Oh, my God. And Burger King, I beef with Burger King every time. They forgot my drink once. My Diet Dr. Kelp. <laughs> they forgot my drink! What about my drink? <laughs> literally she literally she literally was i turned in the guy from spongebob <laughs> she was so mad she's like i can't even eat this she's like where's my coke where's my coke i can't i'm so bad my well, coke we don't keep soda in our house so when i have the opportunity to have a soda i because i used to be highly addicted to soda i enjoy a soda and they forgot it i was really looking forward to it not her diet dr kelp <laughs> my diet dr kelp Oh, anyways. All right. So let's get into the story. I honestly don't know where we left off in the other episode. So from my recollection, 
I believe the we we talked about the boat crash. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first episode, we talked about Stephen Smith, Gloria Satterfield, Gloria Satterfield. We talked about. Oh, we gave a background of the family and handsome and mm. the guy waving at trains and shit. Um, and then last episode, we also, I think we left off discussing, um, Alex Murdoch's financial crimes. Ooh, yeah, I have that in here. Um, you know, his crazy Forge account. Like, bro, you couldn't think of anything better than Forge. Like, yeah. that's a flag to the IRS, my friend. Um, and then we talked about the morning of, um, the date eludes me, June 8th. Seven. Seventh, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, when the CFO of um his law firm came and was like, "Yo, man, <laughs> my man's, you'll be doing some sketchy ass shit," mm-hmm. and like, and you didn't know what CFO meant. I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that brings us to now. All right, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And like the funniest thing is Kelly's like, "Can I have your notes so I can see like what you already covered like." And, like, where you left off. And I was like, sure. And they are gone. <laughs> they gone, though. Because I don't save them. Because I never shut my laptop off. I just leave everything up. And it has failed me several times. But I still do it. I'll never learn. I do, too. But I've never had anything disappear. I'll never learn. Why can't every... No, I don't use Docs. I always use Word. But why... Okay, it is 2023. Why can't Word do the same thing as Docs? That's not cool enough. I guess not. I guess not. All right. So, key point... Remember, Paul's awaiting the whole thing. With yeah, Mallory. Paul. Papa will be Papa and Papa be Papa because he is a murderer in his own way. So we are at June seventh at ten oh seven p.m. Oh wow! So we had a whole whole day. Okay, whole day. We had the morning CFO. Uh huh. Now it's ten. Alec calls nine one one. Dun 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 dun. Hello, nine one one. What's your emergency? And he says. Papa, my papa, me ma. My wife and child were shot badly. Oh. I've been gone. I just came back. Lies. So like you had to like that's immediately like a red flag. Yeah, so, like, yeah you're no immediately one's gonna like... tell no one's gonna tell a nine one one dispatcher that you know is recorded where you're at, where you were. Mm-hmm. I mean, strange things have happened. Okay. So. He was correct. His wife and child were shot badly. Wow, I never would have guessed. By the time the police arrive, the bodies of Paul, who was 22 at the time, and Maggie, who was 52, were found with multiple gunshot wounds near the dog kennels on the Riverdale property. And this was in Moselle. Like, this wasn't their, like, this was their hunting cabin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, not their actual house. They also had an island. Yeah, they had a beach house. Yeah. And that's where, um... Maggie was living. She was living at the beach house. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they were doing so hot. But, but like, also on the phone. I don't know why phone. I have an accent. Also, You, went, you the... went low country right there. Also <laughs> on the phone. He was like, oh, my wife was shot. And the dispatcher was like, well, what was about your son? Like, is he still alive? And Paul was, or Alec was just like, not there. Like, he wasn't trying to help them or anything. 
Yeah, but I don't know how I would react. If I found, like, I, I don't know what I would do, honestly. I don't know. I feel like your first reaction would to be, like, to go and, like, I don't know. I hold panic. them. I panic. Touch them. I panic. So I probably would have just been no help. I probably would have had a panic attack and laid on the ground. I don't even know if I'd be able to call 911. I'd panic so bad. I mean, he did kind of sound panicked. So. Um, but a little later, Alex's lawyers provided an alibi, and we'll get back to this. Telling news outlets that he'd been spending time with his mother who had Alzheimer's disease and was the caregiver that day. Yeah, and his dad was pretty sick, I'm pretty sure, at this point. Yes, because my next sentence is three days later, Alex's father died at the age of 81. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure um, in the last episode, the reason he got out of um, that meeting with the CFO was he got a phone call saying that his dad wasn't doing well. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, well, we'll table this for another time. Yeah. And that time never came. Dun dun. So while the timing is fishy of his handsome's death. R.I.P. Handsome. They're saying it's not connected to the case. Yeah, no, I think he, he well, first of all, he's fucking 80. 81. Well, I think that's kind of standard to live to today. Still, it's old yeah. as dirt. I scrolled. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, investigators shared few details and no suspects or persons of interest until later. But we're going to go in order. Okay. So that's the night is like, they didn't really, no, no one really shared shit. Like what happened? What went on? Mm-hmm. Until 2022. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go, we're going to keep going in 2021. Okay. So here's what, shit gets crazy. And my computer doesn't want to work. Um, On September 4th, 2021, Alec was pulled over on the side of the road because his black Mercedes-Benz SUV had a flat tire. Oh, I actually forgot this. This is like an integral part, and I forgot. So he, which I cannot see him doing, so this story was fake to me from the beginning. He apparently is out changing his tire. I cannot see Alec changing his own tire. I don't know. And he said a pickup truck passes him, mm-hmm. makes a U-turn, comes back, and open, open fires on him. I mean... Okay. Yes. Realistically, I wouldn't blame anyone if that was the truth, but we all know it's not. <laughs> he only obtained a superficial head wound. Which is crazy to me. But he was, I don't know why, it said that he went down to Savannah for treatment. Like, he was flown to Savannah. I don't know, Maybe like, it's the, the closest trauma hospital. I don't know the difference, but he was Savannah, Georgia. What's crazy to me is, I don't, I don't know if you get into this or not, mm-hmm. but he gets shot in the, the melon. Mm-hmm. Full melon shot, but not really, because it's only superficial. So, like, I'm guessing the bullet, like, grazed, grazed his head. Man's calls 911 himself. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like... Hey, I, I got shot in the head. Like, <laughs> someone want to come out here and, like, assist me? But ten days later, mm. authorities provide new deal- details into the shooting. Mm. They alleged that our boy Alec, which I was watching videos and it really pissed me off because the subtitles will say Alex, and I was like, you're freaking me out. Well, his name is Alex. Yeah. But they people call him Alec. Alec. I don't know. Is that a southern thing? Just like, they call, say Murdoch. It's Murdoch. But they call him Murdoch. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's no K. Is it a southern thing? Let <laughs> us know. Because I don't know. We're from 
the Northeast. <laughs> they said that he arranged for a man to kill him. Yes. So that his older son, Buster, can collect him $10 million life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. So he, he was going to commit suicide, but it didn't work out. Suicide by... Well, arranging hitman. hitman. Is well, I'm pretty sure... That one? Well, I'm sure the person who killed him would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And he hired, like, somebody he knew. Like, yeah, yeah, a friend. yeah, I have that. Oh, do you, yeah, do you yeah. have all that information? Yeah, yes, yes, Okay. But do you think, the question, do you think that he really intended to kill himself? Or do you think he intended to graze him? Like, was the plan to have it graze him so that way he wouldn't look, he would look like someone was also out to kill him? Or do you think he really intended to kill himself? But also, at the same time, if you intend to kill well, yourself. Why you kill yourself? If you intend to kill yourself, <laughs> why don't you just kill yourself? If you intend to kill yourself, you usually would follow through, especially if you hire like a, a hitman. Yeah, like if you intended to kill yourself, you wouldn't have called the police. You probably just went went home and killed yourself. Yeah. Well, if you kill yourself, I know that some insurance policies won't pay out. Oh, he. I do have that. Yeah. So I mean. So maybe that's why he had someone come. To commit homicide. Yeah, but there's a whole bunch to that as well. Yeah. So, the man was identified as Curtis Edward Smith. What did they call him? Wasn't that like Cousin Eddie or something crazy? Because he's a distant cousin. He's actually a distant cousin of the Murdoch's. And Alex Murdoch's drug dealer. And he was a handyman. Yes. On the property. Man looked like a Cousin Eddie. If, it, if they didn't call him Cousin Eddie, he looked like a Cousin Eddie. You know that one cousin you have that's just like a little off? That was this guy. So, Kurt. Curtis? Cousin Eddie. Is arrested on charges of assisted suicide, assault, battery. Assisted suicide? Huh. That's a, that's a new charge I never heard of before. Battery of a high aggravated nature, pointing and presenting a firearm, insurance fraud, and conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Do you think that Cousin Eddie... Ed, Ed and Eddie is all I want to say <laughs> right now. I know there's, like, several different theories, and, like, I don't think we still know exactly what happened that day. No, but we have his version. Cousin Eddie's? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then maybe that's what I'm going to get into. Go ahead. Um, he said that he was going to help, because he was a handyman, he was on his way to help. Alex fix his tire. Alex with his tire. Because we all know Alex is not the kind that's of man to fix he, his he's, tire. He's not Alex. We all know those tire. guys. They're useless. Find you a man that could change a tire. So, in his version of the event, he said Murda had a gun, and it appeared that he was going to shoot himself. So, he went, and they were grappling, mm-hmm. because he was like, dude. Trying to get the gun off of him. Yeah, why are you going to shoot yourself? Mm-hmm. And it went off, and that's how he got grazed. Which, in a way, would make a little bit of sense why it wasn't actually followed through. Mm-hmm. But I or did see... Alex pussy out or Cosnetti pussy out? Mm-hmm. But I could see like Alec calling him to come fix his tire, shooting himself, so then like the blame goes on to Curtis. Like I don't know, like if he did it in a way where it looked like a homicide or something. Or did he pull a gun in hopes that Cosnetti mm-hmm. would pull a gun? Yeah, because everyone had a himself. gun. I mean, we're in low country South Carolina here. Everyone's got a gun. Now, They'd be giving guns to fucking two-year-olds. My thing is, is Smith, Curdy, Cousin Eddie. Yes. Never called police. 
He just was like, yeah, you're good. I'm going. So he really was there at one point. Yes, he was there. Which is concerning because by his events, he was there. They were both. So he admits to being there. Yes. It's so crazy because, like, you don't know what the truth is because Alex could have given him a lot of money to say that he was there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, no one will ever know the truth. Is there, like, sh- cameras on this road? There should be. I mean, then again, we're in back roads of South Carolina. We probably went to an area that there wasn't. Yeah. Fuck, man. So, by both accounts, Cousin Eddie was there. You know what? You said Savannah well, before, and I didn't realize we're not in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. That's so I was like, why was he transported to Savannah? Who knows? I mean, maybe that still is the closest trauma hospital. Mm-hmm. I don't know. South Carolina, don't be doing trauma. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> South Carolina, don't be doing trauma. So, he's he's in Savannah doing whatever. Yeah, he has a band-aid on his head or some shit. He got a boo-boo. He got a boo-boo. So, after this, everything starts unraveling. Everyone's like, oh, bro, you just, like, you should have just killed yourself. <laughs> That's not terrible. But, like... Bro, what? I mean, I guess maybe he did, wanted Eddie there because then he could say during, but like, I don't know, maybe. Maybe Eddie was going to get a piece of the insurance payout. Maybe. So he said he was there. I don't fucking know. Who knows? This case is so confusing. I just don't understand. To that. make it look like it wasn't a suicide because then the insurance might not pay out. Mm-hmm. But how would Eddie being there make it not look like, like he was trying to pit on Eddie, are you saying? Or just trying to... Or Eddie saw the car go by or something. I don't know. But, like, he didn't admit to that. He said that he just went to help. I don't know. All I know is... I don't know if you get into this or not, but Alex Murda also owed and has been giving Eddie lots and lots of money. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. If that you go back on his... 48 special. Oh, shit. I don't remember the exact number, but he paid him, like, ridiculous amounts of money, and he was saying it was for his pills. But, like, the amount of money that was being paid to, to Cousin Eddie was, like, you would be, like, it would be, I think someone did it, it'd be, like, 20 years of pills. Holy shit. In a short time frame. So, was it for his hit? Was it also for the hit on Maggie and Papa? Mm-hmm. But these payments, they were back from, like, they also did stem back from, like, I don't know, like, 2018 or something like that. Um, but, yeah, he was paying Cousin Eddie lots and lots of money. Hmm. Okay. So. That wasn't in the 48 special. Uh, I believe it was in the Netflix documentary. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch that one. And I also believe I watched it during the trial they pulled up like um his bank statements and the checks that he wrote to uh cousin eddie because why wouldn't you just fucking pay like you're you're giving the man a check which is traceable pay him in fucking cash cash is king cash is king untraceable like come on now y'all (laughs) y'all i'm down in low country right now i'm in low country mindset state of mind while this is happening Alec releases a public statement saying that he has resigned from his family's law firm. Wow, no. After all that shit, you're going to resign? And then he entered rehab, saying he made a lot of decisions he truly regrets. But 
The firm comes out, Peters, Murdaugh, Parker, Ellsroth, and Dietrich. Dietrich? 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 There's a he at the end. Dietrich? Dietrich? <laughs> it's German. Um, releases their own statement saying that he misappropriated funds. Well, yeah. Bitch. Uh, my thing is, y'all knew that. Y'all been knowing that. Y'all been knowing that. <laughs> Like, what did you think was happening? Why Why is this man got three houses and an island, and you got one house? And you're the CFO. Mm-hmm. Explain, riddle me that one. Yeah. Some shit was going down, and you knew it. <laughs> um, at the same time, the South Carolina Supreme Court indefinitely suspends Myrna's law license. Like, like they make these moves, and it's like, that was kind of implied. Like, you didn't have to, like, formally, like, we, we all knew, like. Yeah, just, yeah. And he's eventually disbarred. No. I know, right? <laughs> like, just want to know the people. You can't... You can't, um... Murder and be a lawyer. Just so you know. Darn. There goes my plans for later. <laughs> so, first, Murdoch surrenders to the authorities. Authorities? Authorities. <laughs> authorities. And he's charged with insurance fraud. Can... I can't speak. It's both flawed. It's totally flawed. Conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Filing a false police report. I don't get that. Sorry. Go ahead. I'll say it in a minute. He's granted bond and the judge orders him to surrender his passport. So he can't leave the country. Okay. And permits him to enter, but he still can go to rehab. Bro, just because he surrendered his passport doesn't mean he can't leave the fucking country. Well, I meant like... No, legally, I know, but like legally, can't leave the country. Man didn't do anything else legal. You think that he now he's gonna listen to the law? Do anything legal. <laughs> but I always, it always like makes me laugh. Like the conspiracy to commit charges. Like I conspire to commit crimes all day long. Like does that mean I should be arrested? Yeah, maybe. But, but you know what I mean. Act. I actively just, plan he, out crimes in my he head. He just every actively time. failed at it. Oh. And that's the conspiracy, is the failure. <laughs> so it should be failure to commit crime. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what that means. Conspiracy means he failed at it. He was trying to, but he failed at it. Because don't lie to yourself. But we all conspire to commit they crimes can't every day. can't prove it yet. That's what the trial's for. So that's why it's the conspiracy. Gotcha, gotcha. So he failed to do it. Yeah. But there's evidence that he did it, so it's a conspiracy. Yes. That was my mind exploding. But as soon as he's released from rehab, he's arrested. So he's charged with two felony counts of obtaining property by false pretenses after an investigation into millions of dollars that went missing from the settlement of Satterfield. Yes. Uh, according to her heirs, as we mentioned in part one, they received none of the proceeds from a $4.3 million settlement that was orchestrated by her de- from her death. Yeah, because Alex was like, hey, I'm going to take care of this for you guys. I'm going to sue my own insurance because I just pulled out this insurance like a month prior on my own house. Um, for like a uh, a business insurance, so I'm gonna sue myself and get you guys that money. And then he's like, on second thought, like that's lots of money. I'm gonna just put that in my pocket. So it it's really interesting because I looked up a timeline and each day like new charges were added, like <laughs> by like the dozen. I think man's has like 900 and some charges on him, realistically. So like the next thing is that there were more charges of. Breach of trust with fraudulent intent. I so I'm that, assuming that's with the Satterfields. 
right? Well, I think that has to do with, like, um... Or the lawyer thing. Like, being a lawyer, like, mm. you, you know what I mean? What was it again called? I'm talking Breach about Breach of trust ass. with fraudulent... Well, yeah, because, like, you're you're supposed to be able to trust your lawyer to, to be doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they took an oath to, to do the right thing, and, like, man's ain't doing the right thing. Obviously, obtaining signature property by false pre-sentence, money laundering, computer crimes, and forgery. With forge. <laughs> I just want to say this real quick. We've all seen pictures of Alex Murdoch. Mm-hmm. Mans is not a criminal mastermind, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. He looks like he used to pick his nose in elementary school and eat it, and he was that kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there should be more charges on the rest of the Murdoch family. I mean, Handsome's dead, but yeah. Alex did not orchestrate all this. Somebody else did, and he just did what everybody else was doing. Yes. So. But he's the only one they can pin right now. Yeah, because he also, you know, tried to kill himself, potentially murdered his family. You know, yeah, yeah, his yeah, son yeah. murdered a girl, you know. So. His son, other son murdered a guy. Potentially. They have other suspects. We talked about that. And we did, but I'm saying it. But um, the murders are also, the murders, the murders are also into that one. We talked about that in Robert Barron case with the update that, you know, these two kids, I forget their names. It eludes me. But. Randy Murdoch called the stepdad and was like, hey, um, tell your stepson he should probably confess to this crime. Like, Randy, that ain't none of your business. Yeah. So, the victims include family, friends, an undocumented immigrant, and the man that we talked about in the car wreck. Yes. Um, so, at this point... Yeah, in part two, we outline kind of all the... How much he really took from these people mm-hmm. and all that. At this point... Now, there's going to be more, and we'll get into that. But wait, there's more. He's facing 93 criminal charges and 11 lawsuits. I lost count because I was trying to count them all. But at this point, 93. Okay. We get we get more. <laughs> at this more. point in the story, we're at 93. I'm pretty sure it ends up being like 900 or something like that financial crimes. I, I Um... A judge set Smyrna's bond at $7 million, and he was being held in the Richland County Jail, awaiting his trial. But I wrote trail. <laughs> uh, so he was able to, like, if he posted that bail, like, he could get out, right? Like, that's how it works. Yes. Why did they set bail for him, or bond, or whatever you want to call he, it? He didn't get out. Oh, really? No. Randy was just like, uh-uh, bro, you in there. I'm... He's like, I also do that, so I'm going to just, like, you know that picture where it's, like, a peace sign and the person's just, like, fading out? Mm-hmm. Like, that was Randy. <laughs> or, like, the, 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 the Homer the Simpson home when he goes into the bush. Like, that was Randy. He's like, I'm going to let you take the heat for this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just back up here. Yeah, I like I like the thing at his trial with the diarrhea. <laughs> at one point, Randy. Please tell me you have that in there. No, because I couldn't, I couldn't find the video. But at one point, Randy... Had to make, like, make it a point that he shit his pants. <laughs> and if that's not something I would do to you. <laughs> yeah, Randy is, like, whole ass testifying on the stand. About Alex shitting his pants. And then to say Alex had diarrhea in his pants. Like, what? <laughs> Yo, that trial was messy as fuck. It's stupid as fuck. You needed, like, a translator to, to listen to Alex testify. Papa and Mimo and Handsome and... I, ha- I had a list on my phone at one point of all the different yeah. names. She sent it to me. What Bus Bus. What was the dog? 
Oh, like chicken killing dog or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Like on Facebook or whatever it was posted, it was like blocked out. So I thought it said chicken fucking dog. <laughs> you never know. Um, so he speaks publicly for the first time in months, telling the court that he's been going through opiate withdrawal in September and that's why he wanted to kill himself. That's the only reason you wanted to kill yourself? Not that your family was yeah, dead? No, no, no. He said, my head is on straight air. I'm thinking clear. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the bullet? Yeah, like, did the, did the gunshot, like, <laughs> turn, turn your head straight? I'm thinking clearer than I have in a long, long time. I want to deal with these charges appropriately head on. I know, like, a lot of people during, the, like, when he first spoke out publicly, everyone's like, oh my god, he got shot in the head, like, because the media just said he got shot in the head, and mm-hmm. everyone's, like, looking at him, like, okay, where's the bullet hole? Because there was nothing. He literally got, like, a cut. Yeah. So, after this, a grand jury indicts Murdoch on nine counts of tax evasion, alleging that he failed to pay almost $487,000 in state income taxes while making $14 million over nine years. I mean, uh, I can't blame a guy for tax evasion. He gets nine more criminal counts of money laundering and computer crimes. Okay, well, I can blame him for that. But taxation is theft. We know that on this podcast. Yes. Like, if you're listening to this, you you think taxation is theft. So we don't want to tell you what to think. You can think what you want, but think that taxation is theft because it. Is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the indes- indictment alleges Alex stole money from his firm from late 2020 and 21, and that in 2017 to 2018, he took advantage of an error by the firm's accounting office, which sent 121,000. 358 to him. I said that really weird. Yeah, you did. Was that dollars? Yes. (laughs) Yen? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Rupees. You know, this man probably does have offshore accounts. I believe it. Um, I think he does. It said that they sent that money to him for a loan repayment when it should have gone to his brother. Oh, yeah. I did know this. Um, So with this latest indictment, the financial charges alone are over 100. Yeah, even Randall was like, you know what? He stole money from me once. I'm and that's why he told throw the diarrhea. That that's why he told the diarrhea story. Randall would just be trying to... Where's the not... other brother in all of this? Uh, I think he just, like, pieces. He really did the Homer Simpson. Well, he wasn't involved at all with the law firm. I forget what he did for work. I don't know. Was he a welder? I don't remember. He was something, but had nothing to do with the law firm at all. And I have a note that Randy, who was also a partner... Was not implicated in any of these charges. Oh, he schemes. probably should be. He should be. You're you're gonna tell me, fucking, Papa and fucking he called his son Papa. He is not a criminal mastermind. <laughs> you know, Randall. On the other hand, I picture Randall as like the guy from Monsters Inc. Yeah, and he could like... definitely be a criminal mastermind. Mm-hmm. Don't sue me, Randall. Randy. But I'm looking at. Don't you. talk about my diarrhea problem. <laughs> yeah, don't out me on the stand like that, bro. I got IBS. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, on July 14th, 2022, a grand jury announces indictment against Alec on multiple, double murder charges in the deaths of Maggie and Paul. And Andy's dog. <laughs> so it took a year, a month, and seven days for them to charge him with the murders of his yeah. wife and child. You know what I didn't realize until now, because you talked about my dog? Mm-hmm. Those dogs saw everything. Yeah. Imagine if we could talk to dogs. Mm-hmm. 
But, like, imagine, like, the FBI only had the capability to talk to dogs. And, like, someone would go in someone's house and, like, murder someone and the dog's there. And they're, like, put, like, a thing on the dog's head. And the dog's, like, the husband did it. What the dog doing? (laughs) Let Um, me do it for you. (laughs) That's what the dog says. Murdoch's lawyer said it was very clear from day one that law enforcement and the attorney general prematurely concluded that Alex was responsible for the murder of his wife and child. Fucking who else? But we know that Alex did not have any motive whatsoever to murder them. So he pleaded not guilty. Um, lies. His son was going to cost him lots of money in court if he went to court, which was three days later. And their family. And his wife was um, not living with him because they were not doing financially well and probably wanted a divorce. She also saw a divorce attorney a few weeks prior before, you know, dying. Not to mention it, like, taints your name. Like, you tainted your name even more. <laughs> your name was tainted already. Yeah. Um, during a pre-hear, pre-trial hearing, state prosecutors claimed that Murdoch hit his wife and son to gain sympathy and escape the accountability of, for his string of financial crimes. Yeah, which is like a crazy concept. You're like, yeah, like, I'm just going to kill my son and my wife because, you know, maybe people feel bad for me. Yeah. That's what he thought. He was like, oh, I'm going to get all these financial charges because they'll feel bad for me. Like, no, that's not how that works. Um, lawyer, I, I, I just combined Murdoch and lawyer. Moyer. Moyers. Uh, Murdoch's lawyers reject the state's motive and questions why he would shift a financial guest investigation away from himself to or to avoid scrutiny only to put himself in the middle of a murder investigation. Well, because he didn't think he was going to be alive. If well, he wanted to kill him. Yeah, his plan was also A, to potentially kill himself, or he thought that, my personal opinion is, he didn't necessarily want to die, but he wanted to make it seem like someone was also after him to shift the blame of the murders onto somebody else saying, well, couldn't be me. They came after me, too. Yeah. That's my opinion. Exactly. So in an opening statement, state prosecutors um, contend that Murdoch killed his wife and son at close range with a shotgun and an AR-style rifle. Um the defense in its opening statement insists that there are numerous holes in the prosecution's case, claiming it was built on theories and conjectures. Which, yeah. I'm gonna just say it right now. I don't... I'm trying to figure out a word of this. I don't necessarily think Alex pulled the trigger. I think he had something okay. to do with the murders. Okay. But I also don't think... That there was enough evidence during the trial to convict this man. I'm going to just say convict it. Convict Alex? Yeah, there was not enough evidence. Who do you think pulled the trigger? I would bet Cousin Eddie. You don't think he I think him? he hired somebody. I'm not saying Alex wasn't there at the time, because, I mean, I'm we'll sh- get into you'll it. get into it. I don't think Alex was the one to pull the trigger. Okay. Or maybe he pulled one trigger, and there was two guns involved. Yeah, two And somebody guns, else pulled the trigger. and they are. Yeah. That's my opinion. That feels right. Or the other theory is, I mean, I don't know, maybe you get into this as well, that Alex didn't orchestrate the, mur- the murders, but he owed somebody money for drugs, and that they killed his family in front of him. But Alex won't say anything. Because. Because. Why? I don't know. Because if he wants to kill himself already, why doesn't he just say so? Or did he want to kill himself to avoid this person that he owed money to? Or was it Eddie who he owed money to and went and killed his family? 
Exactly. I and then tried to kill him. My personal opinion <clears throat> is I don't think that Alex Murdaugh went out there, grabbed two different guns, and shot and killed his wife and son. Mm-hmm. I think either he, there was two people, him and potentially Cousin Eddie, or he hired someone to kill both of them. Okay. So, now that I went off on that tangent. <laughs> two sources close to the investigation say that authorities have cell phone videos. They came out. Yeah, they came out, I think, a little bit after, like, I think they came out during the trial, didn't they? I believe it was before. Or, like, right before. Like, right they before. didn't release that evidence. Because like, they play the video at the trial. Yeah, I saw it. I, I think everyone's, if you haven't seen the video, I could try to find it. So, this was just, like, they were saying that it not only puts murder at the scene, but also contradicts the timeline. And this video was actually from Paul, who would pri- provide proof after his death that legal experts say exposed his father to a web of lies and ultimately led, led to his conviction in the double homicide. Yeah, I, I really think that that video is what... Like, if they didn't have that video, they had nothing. Mm-hmm. And one of the lawyers said, it's ironic in the end that the victim, Paul Murdaugh, was the one who solved his own murder. Allegedly. Well, and if we go back to the... To the I don't know if... I think it was in the second or the first one. Maggie would call Paul her little detective because he would always find out when his dad was on pills or mm-hmm. not. And now here he is being a little detective. Although he was also a piece of shit, so... Yeah. Either way. <laughs> so, we're at the trial. Well, are you going to get into the video, what the video was? That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is, the problem. this is why we don't usually let each other research each other's cases. Yeah. Because I'm like, did you talk about this? And I feel like I'm, like, overstepping you. No, but... you're good, because, like, I did the abridged version, because I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to sit here if Andy's just going to tell it herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, they play a previously unseen video taken from the phone of Paul on Snapchat. Yes. And he sent this to several of his friends moments before he was gunned down and killed. Yeah. So it appeared that one of the families, it was like, the video was one of the family dogs in the kennels at their property. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was recorded at 8.44 p.m. Mm-hmm. Now, the time of death that they stated was, they originally stated around 9, 9.30, but they said anywhere from 8 to 10. Okay, I, okay. So 8.44, he's still alive. Mm-hmm. In this video, three voices are heard in the background shortly before the murders, obviously. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think during the trial, they said that the murders occurred, or at least, what did they say? The last time Paul and Maggie both, like, unlocked their phones, Mm because I think that's kind of what they were also looking at, was literally, like, ten minutes later after this. Okay. So both of their phones were, like, locked forever ten minutes later. Okay, that's actually good to know. So, these three voices and witness testify they are Alex, Paul, and Maggie. Mm-hmm. So, this places Alec at the scene of the crime and undermines his alibi that he wasn't there. Yes. So, he was there moments before. The best part is Alec did not know this video existed. Yeah, the because I'm pretty sure one of the dogs got something on their tail. I forget what it was. I don't fucking know. Like, um, like some kind of bush thing. Oh, like a pricker? Yeah. Or something. So there's something on the dog's tail, and 
<clears throat> Paul was recording the dog to send to his friend whose wife or girlfriend was, like, a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, like, you could, it's just the dog. Like, he, Paul's holding the dog and, like, recording the the butt of the dog, if you will. And that's in the background you hear. I forget what Alex says. I don't know if he says, yells for Paul. or No, Maggie yells about a dog going after a chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was also another video, I believe it was this day, if not, it was a few other days, where it's like, Paul's joking with Alec, and they're like, playing with a tree. Oh, I think that was from earlier in the day. But the the video of the dog is literally mm-hmm. moments before their phones lock forever. Yeah, but I just, I just wanted to bring that up, because it's like, how do you sit there, if he did well, that's kill why him, I, how do you sit there and joke with him, if you're going to kill him know. later? That's why I just don't know about it. But if we think back to it, you know, Alex had a really you know, rough day in the morning. Mm-hmm. But. So this video left Alec no choice but to take the sand and explain why he lied. So after admitting that he lied, where he was, he said that he briefly did go to the kennels around 8.47 p.m. Mm-hmm. But then he stuck that he later visited his mother. Like, mm-hmm. and after he visited his mother, he came home and found... Paul and Maggie. But if you were there at 847, why are you visiting your mother? Your mom's probably in bed with my guy. Like, it's 9 <laughs> o'clock at night. She has Alzheimer's. Why? Where are you going? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I think this was also before his dad died, so he would be going over there to visit, you know, both of them. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure his dad dies, like, the next day. Three days later. Yeah, something like that. Crazy. But I don't think he ever went there. Um... Murdoch told the court that his long-term addiction involved a coughing caused him to go into paranoid thinking. These paranoid thoughts were triggered on the night of the homicides when investigators tested his hands for gunshot residue and asked him about his relationship with his wife and son. Murdoch claimed that's why he lied. So did he they went, test his hands for gunshot residue? They did. And what did they come up with? I don't know if I have that. Because I don't yeah, remember I don't them doing it. He said that they tested him. Oh, they tested him for, I believe, stippling. What's that? Um, it's kind of the same concept, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's because it's a long rifle. It produces something else. Like, stip- it would be on your clothes. Oh, okay. And I'm pretty sure it came back positive for stippling on his clothes. Okay. But they, they also explained that, like, the defense tried to explain it away, and I don't remember why. I don't know if they were saying maybe he was shooting guns earlier in the day or something along those lines. Or the transfer, if he touched one of the bodies, you know what I mean, could transfer. Like, they tried to explain it away. Um, He said all those things, his paranoid thinking, coupled Mm -hmm. with finding them, coupled with my distrust for South uh, South Carolina law enforcement, caused me to have paranoid thoughts. Your distrust? Maybe you own them. Did you um, talk about, um, you know, when the police arrived to the property? No. So, when the police got to the property, you know, he's obviously standing near the fucking bodies. Mm-hmm. Like, as they're potentially being covered with the sheet because they're fucking dead. Um, and one minute he's asking law enforcement, you know, oh, did they did they check on them? Like, are they, are they alive and, like, crying? And the next minute another wa- officer walks over. He goes, hey, how you doing? Like, crazy. Like, your mind doesn't 
Like, you just turned it off, my guy. You just turned it off. And, like, there's body cam footage of this. Like, one minute he's crying to this one officer, and the next, like, another officer walks by, and he's just, like, calmly, like, hey, how's it going? Like, I don't know. How How is it going? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> right? Like, you don't just turn that off, my guy. Um, I was... I wasn't thinking clearly. I don't want. I don't think I was capable of reason, and I lied about being there. I'm sorry I did. Once I told my family, I had to keep lying. Bro, like you are <clears throat> hindering a murder investigation for your mother, for your mother, for your son, and the mother of your children. Like, what? Yeah, but he also. I sorry. I'm sorry. Good. Um, his phone, like after the time of the murders. Has him, like, walking a bunch of, like, it was enough steps, they said, like, they tried to recreate it, that he went upstairs and took a shower. Really? And So um, why would he have stapling or whatever? Or is this after the police were there? No, I, I guess, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But, um, then the housekeeper also said that there was towels missing, as if he did take a shower, and clothes missing from his closet that he, like, you know what I mean? Like, he changed his clothes. Mm-hmm. So... Interesting. Why would you take a shower? Because he didn't call until 10.07. Yeah. And I think he claimed that he came home and immediately went to the shower or something. Mm-hmm. And didn't, you know, notice the dead bodies in his, you know, backyard. Why would he even go out there? What? Like, to the kennels at 10 o'clock at night. Um, I don't know. Like, that's not, like, what are you doing out there? I don't know. Why is anybody out there? Um... Well, Paul's looking at the dog's ass. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So the verdict returned three hours after. Like, it only took them three hours to deliberate. Is this the... So this is the murder trial? Yeah. Yeah, it did come back really fast. I did not... I expected them to deliberate for, like, days. And uh, it came back really fast. Um, Murdoch was found guilty of murder and the deaths of Maggie and Paul. They also convicted him on two counts of possessing a weapon during a violent crime, which carries five more years in prison. But he's, he's has life sentences. Um, Craig Moyer, one of the jurors who helped convict Murdoch, told ABC News that it took, it took less than an hour to reach a unanimous decision, but they didn't come back for three. Like, I guess they were just still talking it over. Um... The video is what convinced him. He said, I heard his voice clearly, and everyone else did too. He said that he was surprised Murdaugh admitted that he lied, but added he still had to believe the defendant was being truthful about what happened that night. He said that he was a good liar, but not good enough. Um, I don't know. I, I personally don't believe if I was on that jury, I would have enough evidence presented in front of me to convict him. I think he's guilty of something. I don't necessarily believe it's pulling the trigger. I uh, mean, that doesn't mean he didn't hire a hitman. That doesn't mean he wasn't a part of it. Mm -hmm. I don't believe he did it alone if he did it. I don't believe it was all on him. Because, like, the next thing I have is criminal defense attorney, CNN legal analyst Joey Jackson commented, said when he took the stand, that is Alex Murdaugh, that his opportunity to state his claim, it was a very hard sell. As much as you deny, deny, deny being at the kennels, you took the stand because it came out that you were... Cell phone data put you there, car data put you there, in addition to the fact that your own voice put you there by virtue of your son's record. But at the same time, it only puts him there. It's not like he had the gun. behind the gun. Now, 
do I, I discussed this with my husband. The guns that were used mm-hmm. would have been on the property. Yeah. But according to my husband, they are very popular guns. They're not like unique guns. No. Like probably everybody in South Carolina has Our the same Our dad guns. has an AR. We have one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I guess it was a specific kind of AR. Oh. But like it's still a very popular gun. It's not like unique mm-hmm. to the Murdoch's. So like it's hard to place ballistics. And I think my husband said that I don't know if it was the AR or the the long rifle that it's hard to do ballistics on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I feel like it was a long rifle. I, I can see how that is. Anyways, but even so, who's to say that the the murderer, whoever it was, didn't go in the house, take the guns, and come outside? Mm-hmm. I just don't believe. I mean, I think his defense team failed him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good person. No, I think he's definitely guilty of something. I just don't know about actually pulling the trigger on his wife and his son. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, lead prosecutor Creighton, Creighton? Creighton Waters says at a news conference, let this be a warning no matter who you are, if you break the law, the truth will come out and you'll be brought to justice. Doubtful. Yeah, somewhat, <laughs> kind of. Um, Murda is sentenced to the maximum two consecutive life sentences for the killings. <clears throat> Judge Clifton Newman aston- admonishes him for apparent lack of awareness, saying, duplicitous conduct here in the courtroom. And so he was saying, you're an asshole. <laughs> Basically. Um, while Murdoch continues to proclaim his innocence, his defense, defense lawyers say they will appeal, as they ought. Yeah, I'm sure they will appeal. Um, oh, but realistically, in my opinion, if I was on that jury, I wouldn't have been able to convict. Mm-hmm. So, could an appeal happen? Could he get off? Um, they did put in the notice for appeal for his double murder convictions. Notice does not argue, does not include arguments followed by his legal team, um, or it does, who raised several issues at the trial, saying the admission of Murdoch's financial misconduct into the evidence. Saying those two things should have been separate. His financial woes is one trial, and the murder should have been separate. Which I agree. Um, but, I mean, is that so enough to appeal? So the fact that the financial misconduct leaked into the evidence pointed against him, mm-hmm. they're saying it's a mistrial. And that's the appeal. Okay. The reason for appeal. Um, after the trial, Murdoch was moved into a protective custody in a maximum security prison. After completing an initial valuation. And what's crazy to me is they didn't give him death. No. Right? They gave him life. Yeah. Two consecutive life. I thought he was going to fry. I mean, yeah. they don't fry people anymore. His unit is in an undisclosed location separated from the general population for safety reasons. Which is, well, I mean, I do think that he would absolutely get rocked in jail. But that's also not fair. Yeah, Murdoch's, he said he's by, he's just in like a regular jail cell, 8 by 10, bed, toilet, sink. He's provided all the privileges afforded to those general populations inside his self-contained unit. So basically he's in solitary. Yeah. But probably is a little bit cushier than... Yeah, I'm thinking like Al Capone. <laughs> jail cell. Like a cushy bed. What's like... that one? Is it Mindhunter? Did you ever watch that? No. They have the... Is it Hannibal Lecter? I don't fucking know. In, like, a cell, and he's got, like, bookcases and a yeah, seating yeah. area. It's <laughs> probably like that. That's probably why he's taking away. I mean, we're joking, obviously, but 
it could be the truth. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? And like like I said, Andy and I watched a trial and it was just a shit show. It looked like it was like in a public school library. Papa, Mimo. Papa, Mimo. Weebo. And could, like what was crazy to me is you needed subtitles. I I think the judge that presided on everything did it for, you know, his his like was presiding over the Mallory Beach trial as well. Mhm. So I mean, I think that's a little crazy, but maybe they don't got enough judges in South Carolina. Yeah. Again, my opinion is I don't think there was enough to convict evidence to convict him. That video, okay, he lied. He was there. What do you think Paul would have gotten for his trial? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. It was. It wasn't. I don't think it was criminal. I think it was um, civil. Oh. So they were just suing, like lawsuit. Wrongful death. Wrongful death. But they were suing not just Paul. They were suing the whole Murdoch family mm-hmm. for wrongful death. So if Paul was able to stand trial, it would have costed Alex a lot more money. Yes. I don't think a lot of people are like, well, what if it was Mallory Beach's family that went there and had intentions of killing Paul and then Maggie was there? But why would they? No. When the trial was three days later. I could see totally doing it if... If he got off. If he got off, nothing happened. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I believe that if it went to trial, they they would have gotten a settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I don't think Paul was a good person either. No. But... There's a video of him the night of the boat crash. I don't know if he talked about this. At, like, using his ID. Oh, Buster's all... ID at the gas yeah. station? Yeah. And he's, like, lifting it up, like... Yeah, the alcohol. hmm Yeah. I mean, I don't think they were a good family. I think that they all thought they were untouchable. But I also think the rest of the Murdoch's also think that, too. So... And, like... It's but what even... if it was Randy? What if Randy came there and was, like, I heard you I said, got in trouble with the CFO if you talk about my crimes... And killed his... Nephew. And killed his family. I can see it happening. And then put the blame on Alex. What a plot twist. I think a lot of people's view is that that Alex didn't do it, but knows who did. And it was a form of punishment for Alex to watch his family die. Die. But, I don't know. Randall out here looking sus-sus. I want to know what Buster thinks. He's the only one left. Um, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't. Like, you lost your mom, your brother, mm-hmm. your grandpa, mm-hmm. and your dad within a year. Yeah, but Bus Bus is sus sus too. That's true. He knows more than he you killed Steven Smith. Don't sue me. Allegedly. I think he, he knows a lot more than... He wants to live on. Yeah. What if it was him? It could have been. Where was he? No one knows. Dun, 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 dun. Did you? He didn't live there with them, did he? Well, that was their hunting <clears throat> cabin. Yeah. So I don't think anyone really like lived Live there. there. Oh, sorry. I mean, they did, but they didn't. Like, I don't know. We'll never be able to afford having multiple houses. We'll never. So understand we'll, we'll that. never understand that life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, people do that. That's a thing, I guess. Oh wow. <laughs> I've got a six hundred square foot apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Murda. That's us. That's the third episode, third installment of the Dolls. I'm sure it's not over either. I'm sure no. there will be appeals. Yeah. Um, I just want to know what really happened. Yeah, like I like if he really did it, like just come out and be like, "This is exactly what happened." Mm-hmm. 
And if, like, you're protecting somebody. Like, you're already in prison. Yeah. The only person I could see him protecting is Buster. But but maybe he's in prison to protect Buster from being killed by somebody. At the same time. I don't know. Or he just killed his family. Or he just killed his family. Could go either way. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess we'll keep you updated and catch you on the flippity flop. The flip flop flip. Yeah. All right, so you can follow us on Instagram at suspicious Send us a Gmail. Suspiciouspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us pictures of your dogs. We want to see all the dogs. Andy hates dogs, but I would love to see your dogs. I don't hate dogs. I just don't like animals. So, Where's the logic? Anyways, bye. Bye.